Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. This is a podcast where tips, techniques, and tools are shared with people like you who want to be more efficient, effective, and aware leaders, not only in life, career, but also in business. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I want you to mark this podcast in your podcast app and make sure you're subscribed so that you can continue to listen for more authentic and organic ways to live your best life. On today's show, I'm talking about chaos. It is everywhere. It is all around us, especially in the aftermath of COVID. We are picking up pieces still, and I have some tips that I want to share with you today to help you minimize that chaos in your life and prevent it from reoccurring or for new chaos to come. So keep listening. I bet you thought an inspection, balance, and alignment were words only used to describe a car tune-up. Nope, you may need one as well. As the BU boss, I work with people just like you, people in need of a tune-up. Let me help you become a more effective, efficient, and aware leader so that you can live the life you want doing what you're passionate about. Visit my website, andreapatrick.com today and click work with me in the menu selection. I'd love to get on a discovery call with you so that we can work on your brand tune-up. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. All right, so today I am continuing on with my series, The Five C's to Be You. In this series, I've been sharing with you five C's. We started with change and how inevitable it is and ways to go through a change um, with the least amount of destruction and disarray. We also talked about clutter and how to get a lot of things out of your way and get organized so that you can think and, and and really navigate easily and achieve your goals. And then we talked about um, choices. Last week, we went through some tips to help you minimize your choices so that you can optimize your options. And as you know, with this series, I am sharing with you the practical here on, no, I'm sorry, I did this before. I'm sharing with you the theory or some background, some tips, and some things that you can do right now to mitigate these challenges so that you can be you in your business and live your best life. On my YouTube channel, however, Andrea Patrick Official, I am showing you how I am personally walking out these tips in my own life through just some everyday things that I am doing to uh, deal with change. I had recently to get rid of that overwhelm from being disorganized and from creating um, a capsule wardrobe to minimize those choices and create a uniform that helps me, you know, just feel my absolute best when I'm getting dressed in the morning. So I'm sharing with you all of the pre- the theory here, but then over on my YouTube channel, I am sharing with you the practical and how I'm actually walking it out because I feel like when you see it, you can understand it a little bit better. So like I said, I'm talking about chaos today. Who doesn't have that right? I mean, at 
the end of COVID, here we are, we had an entire year where life was basically put on hold. And I'm sure havoc ensued in your home, probably trying to, you know, adjust to being at home with your work or having your family home with you while you're building your business. Um, all sorts of things probably contributed to the chaos in your life. But I believe that as we create our personal framework, and we talked about that last week, and we will continue to talk about that. But as we create our personal framework, I'll get to, I'll go through it again. We start to um, create a structure, some infrastructure around our life, our business and our career that helps us to manage expectations of ourselves, but also the expectations that others have of us. And we teach people how to treat us. And in doing this, this very basic action, we are giving ourselves the luxury of minimizing chaos because chaos really does ensue when we don't have any clue um, around what's happening. As a matter of fact, I was talking to my husband about this and I was telling him that I was going to be talking about chaos on the podcast today. And I love what he said about chaos because I always ask him for his advice or his opinion on things because he's in the corporate world. He's a project manager, an engagement manager for a huge company that deals with other huge companies around their security. So he his their digital footprint and their digital security. So he knows a lot about chaos. So I asked him and this is what he said. He said, chaos is the fallout from unexpected interruptions. And they're things that have a high level of impact on your circumstances, but you didn't plan for them. I love that because it's so true. What else was COVID, right? COVID had a huge impact on our circumstances and who could have planned for that? Nobody. So obviously chaos ensued. I also looked up this idea of chaos and I found that there is something called the chaos theory. And this deals with non-linear things that are effectively impossible to predict or control. Things like turbulence on a plane or the weather or the stock market <laughs> or like the state of your brain. And that is one way to look at it. But I'm going to go along with my husband's definition of chaos with this podcast. But I do want you to keep in mind the chaos theory because these are things that you just it's just impossible for you to predict. However, when you have the right framework that I want to talk to you about today, or at least I want to share with these areas, these few areas that you can use right now to minimize the chaos in your life or deal with it better when it does show its ugly head, I do want you to, um, I want you to recognize that, yeah, these things are unpredictable, but you can set up that framework and you can use these tips that I'm going to share with you to help you ride the wave. So that's kind of where I want to go with this. Um, there was a point in my own life um, where I just felt like I was drowning. Okay. I felt like I was going to go under. Like I had my hand, like I was the only thing above water was my hand drowning. Okay. The chaos comes from everywhere. It's not going to be just in your business. It's not going to be just in your family. It's not going to be just at work. Sometimes it is coming from working with people at your church. It's coming from 
the coaches on the little league team. It's the moms from cheerleading that you're, you're you know, the, the cheerleader moms. It's the dance moms. Um, it's the kids themselves. It's the friends of the kids. It's the emotions and attitudes. Chaos just can come from everywhere. But it, it, it really, in my, in my experience, my quest to achieve my goals is what was having me drowning. I was struggling to balance my home life and my work life. And it was really becoming a hindrance to building my business. And I don't know if you know this, but I also have a nonprofit, the Unique Friends Foundation. We work with individuals who have special needs. You know, I have a daughter who has special needs and we help them understand soft skills of employment. So guys, when I tell you, I felt like I was drowning, I was drowning because I had not created this framework and I had not allowed myself the luxury of choosing me right of, of, of choosing me so I felt like I was drowning I was doing so much but I was getting very little accomplished and that made me feel some kind of way because in my head I felt like I was being pulled in so many different directions and the unexpected happened daily daily there was something there still is something every single day but you get a handle on it when you use these um, these areas. I'm gonna when you start tweaking these areas that I'm going to share with you. Things were happening that impacted my ability to be productive. They impacted my ability to stay energized in my business and with my family. And things just kept happening that increased those limiting beliefs that you know that negative tape that plays in your head, plays in your head, plays in your head. And honey, trust and believe when I tell you, I did not need that to happen. That was not what I needed, okay? I did not need any help with those negative beliefs because I've, you've heard me talk about this before when I share the whole idea of unpacking your bag. And that is a real thing. You have to unpack your bag and give away, give back those negative beliefs that people gave you so that you can start to repack your bag with customized beliefs that you come up with that are positive and inspiring and motivating. And so at a time when I felt like I was drowning, I couldn't do that for myself. I was falling prey to those limiting beliefs. So these areas that I'm going to share with you are going to, I want you to listen to them because you can tweak right now. You can tweak these areas right now to minimize the chaos in your life, career, or your business. So let's go ahead and get started with the first one. So the first one is brand culture or personal brand culture. So when I'm talking about this, whether it's you're just in life and you're a mom and you're you're building your you're you're the manager of your home and that is your job, that we're gonna you know, think of this in terms of your personal brand culture. If if you have a business and you are building teams out and you are trying to start to build a foundation for your business, it would be your brand culture. If you're in a career, it would also be your personal brand culture. So I want you to think of it in those terms. So I'm just going to use the term brand loosely here. But if you are a person and you're navigating life or career, think of it personal branding. If you are building a business, you can think of it as your brand culture that your business itself. But if you've been here for a while, you know that when I say personal branding, I'm, I'm really talking about the foundation of life. So it, it works for everything, life, business and career. So the first thing you can tweak right now is your brand culture. And this is you need to start creating a positive customer or personal encounter experience. OK, so how do you do that? Well, you need to have some standards. 
you need to set some boundaries around what you will do and what you won't do and what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate. You have to set personal standards like you people have to meet certain levels of expectation in order to operate in your circle, in order to 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 float in your space and not add to your chaos. You don't if they're not going to live up to a certain level, if they're not going to have a certain if you're not going to have a standard that people live up to, then that is how chaos can creep in. Okay. The other thing is like setting these boundaries for yourself. So you can have standards for people, but then you can have boundaries that you don't want people to cross. You can have boundaries that you don't want to cross, but you have to discover those things for yourself. And then the managing of expectations is another way that you can tweak that brand culture and create a positive customer or personal encounter experience for those around you is to just manage the expectations. A perfect example of this is my Sundays are my Sundays. And all of my friends know, don't call me and ask me to do anything on a Sunday. You know, you have to really be loved if I show up for you on a Sunday, because that is the day that I go to church. I spend with my family and I veg after church. I come home, honey, and put my jammies back on and crawl back in my bed. And there are days where I will lay in bed and watch um, Lifetime or Hallmark movies, or maybe my family has something planned. Yesterday, my husband and I went to the mall, but that's my time. And I don't want that time disturbed. And so everyone around me, I've managed those expectations. For my friendships, I've created standards. I have a set uh, standard of friendships. I just don't want to fool with people who don't reciprocate. I don't want to be in relationship or consider that to be a priority if if I'm not receiving reciprocation in that relationship, because that's how chaos will come in or creep in. I have boundaries with people and I have boundaries with customers and um, just in general, I've sort of created these boundaries for myself that I won't cross. I know that there are things that I'm just not good at. There are things that I am fantastic at. And so I try my best not to cross those boundaries. Okay, the next area you can tweak is your brand heritage um, or your personal brand heritage. I'm not gonna say personal again, because I think you got the gist. It could be either for you personally, your career building or your life you're building, or it could be for your business, your brand. So, all right, I'm not gonna say that again. But this is your why. You can tweak your why right now. And by tweak, I mean understand what it is. Like, why are you doing the thing you're doing? What is motivating you to continue down this road? Because you really need to speak your truth. Because if you don't, you will silence your destiny. That is true, true, true. If you are not able to speak your truth and live authentically, how can you... How can you expect to have authentic relationships? How can you expect people to treat you the way you really want to be treated if you're not showing up as yourself? So you have to speak your truth and not be afraid to speak your truth. Now, do you need to learn how to manage the volume of your personality? Okay, that's something that you can work on. But ultimately, you being true to who you are and and being and managing expectations so that you are receiving what you truly need to be successful, to create circumstances for optimal success in your life, then you're silencing your destiny. 
You're not going to achieve it the way you want to. It won't be yours. It won't come to you in fulfillment. You won't get there because you are trying to be someone else. You are trying to do it someone else's way. And down that road, trust and believe there is a ton of heartache and pain, honey, because you can't live someone else's life. You can't do it someone else's way. You are the product of your own experiences, passions, and influence. And nobody can do it the way you can do it. So if you do not speak your own truth, you are silencing your destiny. The other thing is when you really get clear on your why, it's so much easier for you to interpret what you see versus imitate what you see. Well, what do you mean by this, Andrea? Well, when I first started my business, I was doing a lot of fashion stuff. I was doing fashion styling and I was doing, I called myself doing blogging and I had a, a fashion magazine. And I remember the first time I went to New York for fashion week, because I had been seeing other people doing it, you know, and I was like, oh, I want to go. And so I went and I was trying to look and be like all these other people and it did not work out well. Uh, yeah, I was there. I met some people, but I didn't get where I wanted to get. I didn't have the experience I wanted to have because it was really someone else's experience and I was not doing it well at all. It just, it was not, it wasn't good. But the next time I went to New York Fashion Week, I was myself and I dressed as myself and I was confident in what I was wearing and the way I was operating. And guess what? I met a ton of fashion designers. I met fashion show producers. I had great conversations and I ended up going back to Fashion Week and working in some of the shows after that period, after that second time I went, I was able to go back and help with some fashion shows. And to this day, I've got relationships with those fashion designers that are doing quite well in their space. And we still connect and communicate. And when I go to New York, I haven't been since COVID, but when I go back, I mean, those are people that I'll see and I will, you know, enjoy being around again. But it took me really interpreting what I saw at Fashion Week um, so that it suited my language, my brand messaging, my brand heritage, the culture of my brand. I was able to interpret what I saw. And I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Okay. So these women, they show up at Fashion Week, these bloggers, and I mean, some of them have that like, they're wearing heels all day. Their makeup is to the nine, you know, they're, you know, walking around, you know, that wasn't me. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable that way. That's not how I walk around in life. So I dressed, I'm a very conservative dresser. I love like just being, I like comfort, but I like to look really good too. And so I was able to incorporate my style and go out there. And then I was able to walk very confidently. I looked nice. I, you know, I felt really good about my style. And I realized that, you know, style and fashion is really what makes you feel good, what makes you comfortable, what, what you can wear that makes you feel confident in who you are. And it's very relative. It's not concrete. Um, what I saw, some of the stuff I saw, I was like, who would put that on and why? What makes you think that's cute? But the person I saw it on was confident and they were high stepping and they had no apologies for the way they looked. 
And when I realized that, I didn't have to look like these little skinny fashion bloggers who were, you know, wearing skin tight things and high heel shoes with, you know, stilettos and, you know, walking around, hair absolutely perfect and makeup absolutely perfect. Now, let me just say, I know how to do my makeup and I, you know, kind of think I'm cute at times, but it was, I had to do it my way and I had to do it in a way that I felt really did flatter my body style and my makeup looked good for who, what I wanted to look like. And I wore hairstyles that were, you know, that I thought were pretty, that suited me. And when I did that, I was able to perform as those other bloggers did, i.e. get into the fashion shows, speak to the designers, do the interviews, all the things, but I did it so confidently. And that's how I was able to build those relationships. I wasn't afraid to go talk to them. I wasn't worried about my look. And if people would think that I wasn't, you know, up to par because New York fashion week and New York fashion period is, it's a beast, honey. If you did not know, now you do, do not go up there looking any kind of way because there, there are standards (laughs) back to standards. Um, Okay. So yeah, so you want to interpret And that's where you, that's where that why comes in and being true to that. So you can tweak that, get really clear about what that why is right now. Okay. And it will help you to interpret versus imitate anything that you have to um, conquer in your life, career, or business. And then next is just create consistency with systems and processes. This is another thing with when you really get clear on your why and you understand your personal framework, um, which here I'll describe to you. The personal framework is, to, is is a creation of four different pillars. You have your strengths, you have your limitations, you have your desires, and you have your non-negotiables. Those are the four pillars of your personal framework. When you get clear on those things, you can create what I like to call circumstances for optimal success. So no matter what the circumstance, you know what your strengths are, your limitations are, what your desires are for that particular circumstance, and then what your non-negotiables will be. You know, what you need to do, what's, what will happen that will make you walk away. So when you create those circumstances for optimal success, now you can begin to create those systems and processes that will help you with staying consistent in those circumstances. For instance, I use Asana, I love Asana. And I was able to create systems and processes in my business based on what I knew I needed to be successful. I needed something that was going to provide with me a weekly checklist of what I needed to get done in my business. And I just need to go into Asana every single week at the beginning of the week, every single day, and make sure that I'm staying on task with my goals and to achieve what I need to achieve for a particular project. I needed to know that I needed to understand myself enough to know my strength is not remembering. So I had to find a system, set up these circumstances for optimal success so that I didn't have to remember it would be there. When I, when I thought about it again, I know I can go to Asana and find it. If Monday comes and I don't know what to do, I can always go to my Asana and see what needs to be done on that day. And I can check it off for consistency. For let's say this podcast, I know what needs to happen for podcast production. I have a um, a project in my Asana that has a checklist of what needs to get done on Mondays, my days of editing, my days of production, my days of distribution, all the things. Because that's a weak, that's, that's a limitation that I have. It's not my strength. 
my strength is creating the content, my strength is coming up and doing the research. So I've, that's the framework. And my desire is that you guys love it. So that's my motivation. Okay. And then the non-negotiables is I don't want to be distracted during that time when I'm doing it. My family knows and I make sure that I set those expectations up. So your brand heritage is an area where you can tweak right now, getting really clear about that why, so that you can speak your truth and not silence your destiny and so that you can interpret and not imitate and so that you can create consistency with systems and processes. And then the last area that I'm going to share with you today that you can tweak right now to minimize the chaos in your life, career, or business is really tweaking that brand balance. Okay. How do you do that? Create a routine for yourself. You need balance. You can't be so heavily involved in your family that your career or your business suffers. You can't be so heavily involved in your career that your family suffers and you personally suffer because you've not given yourself any me time. You can't be all in with your business because your 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 family and your your personal happiness um, will suffer. So you need to find a balance. You need to find a way to create that balance for yourself. And I suggest that in order to tweak that right now is to create a routine, create habits that you do every single day that pour into you, that fuel you, that help you give out of overflow. You heard me talk about that before giving out of overflow create a routine for yourself. Now, this weekend on Saturday, I am going to be publishing my YouTube video and it's all about chaos and how I manage it in my life. And I'm sharing with you some of the tools that I use. And I've even got a bonus in there about something you can do, like even when it comes down to your meals and planning your meals, just to manage the chaos. So I want you to make sure that you are uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel and click that notification bell so that when that video comes out on Saturday, you will not miss it. I want to show you how I'm walking this out in my own life so that it's not just words that you hear or, 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 or words in my show notes that you're looking at. I want you to see how I'm actually using these tips and tools in my own life. So make sure that you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick official, so that you um, will know when that video drops on Saturday this weekend. So to tweak uh, this area of brand balance and to help you stay balanced in your life and business and align yourself in a way that you're not too heavily weighted in one area and not weighted enough in another, create a routine for yourself. And I'm sharing that with you over on my YouTube channel. Whatever that means for you, you can do that. The other thing is learn the power of no. Honey, listen, no needs to come with a period. No does not need an exclamation point and God forbid you put a question mark behind it. No is okay with a period. You are an adult. And as long as you can deal with the consequences of your actions, the word no does not need to come with a raised voice. It does not need to come with a question behind it. It could just be no, and you don't need to explain it. You can just say no, that's it. It's a complete sentence. Learn the power of that and don't be ashamed to use it when you need to. Again, when you are building your brand culture, we talked about this in the first tip, managing expectations, that's a real thing. You have to manage the expectations of the people around you for your own sanity, okay? But it's a lot harder to do that when you don't understand your why, when you're not clear on who you are and you don't have your personal framework set up, it's much, much harder to 
put that period behind that no. But I want you to learn how to do it. I do. I want you to learn how to do it. And the last thing that you can do right now to tweak this idea of your balancing in your brand is to manage your schedule. I'm going to be talking about this also over on my YouTube channel on Saturday. Just again, make sure that you are subscribed to that channel so that you can um, be notified when this video comes out on Saturday. But I'm talking about managing your schedule over there. It's important for you to have control of your calendar. I remember when I was selling Premier Designs Jewelry, you've heard me talk about that before. And one of the things that the biggest benefit or one of the biggest benefits that came out of that experience was learning that I had to be the one to control my calendar. When I sat down with those ladies at those parties, I mean, if I didn't have my calendar in front of me and have days like highlighted that I did shows, they would try to run off with my calendar and I would have booked shows on days and I didn't really want to do one or that conflicted with something else because I was not controlling my calendar. And so when I learned how to take a sharp, uh, a highlighter into my calendar and when I opened that, my calendar up for those ladies to book a show or to book um, a one-on-one -on -one where I shared the business with them, I had a one color highlighted uh, date for booking parties and I had another highlight color for booking one-on-ones and when I sat down with those hostesses to book to to tally up their orders and talk to them about which one of those things they'd like to do I would open up my calendar and I would have those days already marked off and if there was a name in that day that had been highlighted then I couldn't do it on that day unless I had a different time and it didn't matter if the very next day was empty. I would not even entertain that next day. I would turn the page of my calendar until I saw a date that was blank, that had been highlighted, and that was for the reason that we were meeting, whether it were for booking a show or it were for booking a one-on-one. -on -one. So I learned then that I had to control my calendar. I could not allow other people to do it because that creates chaos. When you don't have control over the things that you have to do when you want to do them, boy, do you get, I know I get frustrated and irritated. So I stopped it. Even now when I'm booking discovery calls with people, I have my dates booked off. I have my calendar blocked off. And again, I show you how I'm doing this over on my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick official. But I have, when you go to my discovery call booking calendar, it'll show you when I'm available. The dates and times that I'm not available is because I've already calendar blocked my calendar in Google calendar to block off the times that I need to get things done in my life and my business so that I am being careful not to double book. That is controlling your calendar. All right, listen, I have so enjoyed this conversation. This has been the best series. It's been very therapeutic for me. As you know, I went through my April shower challenge and out of that came so, so much. And this is the series that I wanted to share with you because I am so um, familiar with the idea of change being a challenge and clutter and needing to be organized and, and get my thoughts together being a challenge. And I'm ultra sensitive to having so many choices and being stuck with paralysis by analysis and just not doing anything. These are all issues that I have overcome and have developed tips and tricks and strategies to help me, right? So I'm just sharing them with you. This week, I'm sharing with you how I manage chaos and how I'm able to just 
let certain things roll off my back like a duck. And it's really honestly and truly because of this personal framework that I'm talking about. It allows me to to operate um, within that framework and create those circumstances for optimal success. So if you want to know more about that, go ahead in my show notes. I have a guide. It's called the BU guide and it walks you if you have your own business. It's especially helpful to you because it's going to walk you through some steps. It's three steps that you can leverage your personal brand to grow your business. And I actually have a bonus on the back end to help you manage your expectations of the digital marketing process. And so if that's something that you need and you've been struggling in that area, be sure that you go ahead and grab that guide. It's absolutely free. For those of you who um, just need to really get things together and, and, and change your mindset, I have a challenge called the CEO mindset that is very helpful with that. So if it just walks you through, it's a challenge and it's, it helps you kind of get yourself back on track, resets your mind um, and helps you with those behavior changes that are necessary for you to live your best life. So if that's something you need, you can grab, grab that in the show notes as well as well. Thank you so much for being with me today. I hope you got so much from this. I hope you're able to tweak these areas in your own life to minimize that chaos and just really start to live your best life in that way. So tweak that brand culture so you can create positive customer or personal encounter experiences. Tweak your person, your personal brand heritage, really getting clear on your why, and then tweak your brand balance. Find that balance for yourself Um, building those routines, learning how to say no, and really taking control of your calendar. Until next week, guys, thank you so much for being with me here on the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, we are consistently evolving and being open to failure and failing fast, might I add. Join me again next week. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.